Gopher Guys Sports, Texarkana's longest-running sports talk show. With Zach and the Professor on 107.9, The Fan. afternoon we're renaming the show today well actually the day it's no longer tuesday it's mcrib monday <laughs> it's not even monday we're going back a day you're losing I wish, it I, I wish i had a paper cut why's that like on my lip why because that little bit of extra burn from the sauce of the mcrib Mm. would be a level of, of pain slash endorphins that would make the whole thing complete. By the way, our camera's lopsided. Uh, for those watching on Facebook, just turn your phone sideways. <laughs> oh, you did it the wrong way again. I'll fix it at the break. Uh, okay, whatever. Just turn your phone sideways, people. I'm sure they're enjoying the heck out of that. What are you doing there? I'm getting, the, I'm getting that thing out of the way. If it's going to be a bad angle, at least the uh, arm of the uh, thing should be out of the way. The microphone arm. <coughs> You're out over there? Well, no, I'm still, I'm on a high. I'm on a bit of a barbecue sauce high. Now, you and I have places to go after we leave here. Yeah, We've got, got a ball to game. rush over and call the basketball game. Yeah. A&M Tushkan opens their season this evening at home yeah. versus Dallas Christian College. Yeah, and so uh, I knew that was this, and I knew that you would have had no time to grab a snack. See, I don't even know that. you anymore. So I, I thought I would spring for your favorite that is Man. presently being served at your local Mickey D's. And am I hearing correctly? They're about to do away with the McRib. It's supposedly, the is that what's going on? Farewell tour. But then again, every rock star and country music performer has had farewell. Farewell tours. I can't say for you to say. Yeah, it's hard to say with the McRib in your mouth. I know, right? But either way, all have had it and continue to come back. So, I'm assuming what is McRib, whatever it is, will continue to make a comeback. I think they're going to kill it. No, I think they are. I think they take what they kill and make out of it. Well, that's probably true too. But soul it green. There, yeah, there, there will be such an outcry. The masses of people out there will rise up. Will ri- if I'm by myself, will rise up and demand like we did with Coca-Cola. Well, my wife did. I didn't care. Bring I wasn't Coke a big back. fan of the new Coke. No, so. she wasn't. She hated it. Yeah. Hated it. But I was a Dr. Pepper drinker at the time, so I wasn't greatly affected. She wouldn't have talked to you probably then. Well, I understand. You drink the wrong thing. I understand. I drink none of that, but I will rise up to save the McRib. It's the only thing I look forward to. Like, the fall has been ruined by the weather. I used to love the fall. I've told you the story so countless what do you mean times. The weather? What's wrong with the weather? September. September's the It used to be my favorite month. I mean, other than October, well, you, which is my birthday. You can't call September in Texas versus your homeland of Wisconsin the same thing. 
This is a Which warm is the problem. climate. I used to love September. Because it meant cooling off. It was cooling you're off. Two months was, of, I love leaves changing Your two color. months of heat in Wisconsin was over. Gone. It's gone. No. And it went quickly. You can bring a jacket out Do now. Up there even swim in the lake or anything? What do you mean they swim? Well, they in have lake? a lot of lakes up there, don't they? Well, sure. Do they even swim in them because it's so cold all year? Oh, it's not that cold, but it's cool enough for a jacket at night. Oh, that's part. My wardrobe was ruined. Coming down here, jackets are a big part of things. You don't even. I don't even wear them anymore. My right. wife got me a jacket for my birthday, which is a beautiful jacket. I probably can wear it three times in a year. Suede? No. It's got an impressive G on it, however. Really? Yes. So it's a Greenville High Letter jacket? Not quite. It's not Gilmer either. <laughs> either one. Oh, it's a gorgeous jacket, but I don't think I can wear it hardly at all. I'm like, this is an awesome gift. Thank you. It won't get cold enough except three days this year to wear it. And now they're going to take away the McRib. The only it's, vestige of it fall just left. while it's here. Oh. Uh, we I all am, go eventually. I am we enjoying all disappear it. Disappear at some point. I'm enjoying it, but I'm, I'm, I'm. It's reminiscing. I'm starting to like my first time I had a McRib. Wow. I'm thinking back to that. I'm thinking back to the time I had two at one time. Well, used to they'd sell you two for one, but with inflation, oh, yeah. no, that's no, no. not happening. No, I remember the first time I got two for one. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming that you're still speaking of the McRib. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Of course I am. Yeah. I'm guessing with you, we're still talking about the McRib. Just the McRib, that's all. <laughs> anyway, we welcome you to the show today. And tomorrow, Josh Richards to hop in with us as we'll uh, wrap up the uh, regular season of high school football. Games are being moved already because of the potential weather. Arkansas High's game has been flipped over to Thursday uh-huh. for their uh, big season ender with D-Queen. Of course, we're doing Longview, which means we're going to be out of town Thursday again this week because they've already moved their season finale and senior night over to Thursday instead of Friday. So we won't be here for a Thursday show, which means we'll have to do picks of righteousness tomorrow, which means we'll do it with Josh Richard. It would be fun. It's a whole thing going on, but already games are starting to move around again already. So we're Tatum had already moved their game with Atlanta. See, Thursday. and I'm a little, which means they're moving their JV to a Wednesday, which is really dicey. I'm torn by this. I'll be honest with you. What do you mean you're torn by it? Well, I mean, last week we were outside broadcasting, so it made a great it deal meant of a sense. lot to us. We're, this week we were going to be in the friendly confines of the Longview Press Box. Yes. And now I go back to the thing about what do you mean you move a football game because of the weather? You play football in the weather. I'm almost starting to get the sense like the only sport that plays out in the weather anymore is soccer, where the guys have nothing yeah. on except yeah. for shorts and yeah. a shirt. Harsh conditions. They're out no matter what's happening. Football, it's a threat of rain. We got to move the game. Went, what happened to us? I went to, to a us? soccer game last year so dang cold, I, I couldn't make it to the end. It was too long. Yeah, no, I get it. It's too cold. What happened to us? What happened to us? Yes. We're soft. Ugh. We're just soft now. It's colder now than it used to be. It's not really. <laughs> it's warmer. If you're at a certain age, it just feels that way. But either way. So keep your eyes and ears open, boys and girls. The next 24 hours, we may see more games also making the decision about being moved up a day. Yes. They have plenty of time. Yes. This week, they have time to prep for it, number one. And number two... You know, those that are matchups that have nothing to play for. Because you, when I sent you the thing, your your response was, 
Is this due to weather or, or the fact that it's opening weekend of deer yeah. season? And so I can see schools that have nothing to play for want to make sure they get out there Friday. Well, we've done a few playoff games where schools have wanted to play on Thursday once deer season starts. Exactly. Because they knew, especially now when you have one in fours play. And I know we get the occasional upset of a four of upsetting a number one, but most of the time it's a drubbing. And Yeah, uh, I'd say about 90% of the some time. Some of those fours will say, hey, you want to play on Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. Get over with. Some of those ones will say get them, that. Get, hey, four, you want to play on woods. Thursday? We yeah. can get you out hunting the next day real fast. So, yeah, that's the case. So we, we do have some non-essential matchups happening. D-Queen, Arkansas High, Longview, and uh, and West Mesquite. Now, Tatum in Atlanta, it's a little different animal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little surprised by them. I wonder well, if you started that conversation. they may want to make it a dry game. They may, you know, affect the outcome of ball games. Yes. And I do get this. Like we were in Tyler last week for senior day, senior night. Yeah. And there were a bunch of people down on the field. Yeah. And I can see where parents and grandparents and whomever. You don't want to stand out in the rain. You don't want them out in the rain. I get that. And it is going to be senior night for half the schools, I'm assuming, tomorrow. Still a few of them getting it done. So I, I kind of can get that. But they used to do senior night in the rain, snow, whatever, back in the day. Yeah. You trudged out there. By the way, one of the things I was trying to do when I messed up the camera today, I was yeah. trying to get more of a close-up of myself. Oh, okay. Because uh, T. High Guy yesterday yeah. left a comment. Oh, did he? A, suggesting I was sleeping during the broadcast. And so then, he watched a little bit of it. And right. mockingly said, oh, no, you were on Facebook. You owed people in your Facebook. Well, that's how the world communicates now, T. What? High Guy. He's and I on understand Facebook. I'm old. Isn't he on Facebook? I would guess. I don't know. Are, are you friends with T. High Guy on Facebook? I don't remember. I'm not. I am on, you know, like. If I was, I'd probably defriend him today for saying, hey, I was you old. Wouldn't do, you would not defriend him. Well, on Facebook. I got pictures of you sleeping. Really? Yeah. Well, you got a picture of me sleeping. We were in, uh, was it Austin? It was some ball game. You were sitting in the corner taking a nap before we got ready to start a game. Oh, well, it's pregame. Yeah. That's how you pregame. That's what I'm saying. I got yeah. a picture. He's like, well, look at Tony sleeping. Boom. Yeah. You're at his finest right before a game. That yeah, shouldn't surprise you. Doing his prep. I'm, <laughs> I was mentally going. <laughs> oh, I know. The lineup was going through your head. <laughs> By the way, you got, you got uh, Ross. Lineup for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're taking care of again. Because we don't have lace now. We do not have this waste. This will be our first game to work without Waste Forga as the uh, SID out there. I know. Waste moved on. And, uh, Don't say it some... like that. Moved on. Well, he decided to go do something different. All right. So, say that because people are going to yeah. think Waste well, he didn't passed pass. on. No, I didn't say passed well, on. Well, moved on is like the nice way of saying no, passed no, on. He moved not. on. He's decided to go do something else. And so this will be the first time without Waste, who had really kind of gotten it down to where he had our two bottles of water waiting That's right. on us. I see. I'm expecting we're going to have no water. We're going to have no water. This tonight. is going to be a sad occasion. He had our rosters, our stat sheets waiting on us. I know we come to this game without stats. So, uh. Well, no. the other Dallas Christian's played a couple games. Okay. We got stats. All right. You, you forget who you're talking to. I know. I know. This is why well, he's handed us the folder. I often said, thanks, but I really don't need that. Yeah. I said thank you because I, I hadn't. Uh, done as much uh, prep work as you typically do. And, and let's see, what's my what's my rule? I don't trust anyone. I know. If I expect I, it, then I'm going to show up one day. It's not going to be yeah. there. I'm going to be sad. Yeah. 
So, no. I, well, I don't I, come expecting another McRib well, tomorrow. I didn't expect one today, and I have euphoria today. Yeah, How about that? That's, uh, you got that going for you. All euphoria. Right. We're going to take a break. we got to come back here in a minute. Uh, the NFL trade deadline is upon us, and there's some moving and shaking going on around the league. We'll come back and talk about that. When we come back, leaving the yard, Zach and the Professor, you're on the fan, 1079. You stick around. We're coming right back. Monday here on Leaving the Yard. It's not Monday. I know, but it feels like it. We just got to go with it. You got to go with a thing. I got a new thing. You had a little snack right before we went on air. It's not a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a big deal in my world. Uh, big deal as well. Uh, Steve Nash. He's gone. Gone. I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, and I got poo-pooed about it. Well, at the time, I think he wanted to be the coach. I suspect by now, he's happy he's not the coach. You mean Kyrie will wear on you? It's the whole thing. It's Kyrie. It's KD. It's just, I'm sure at this point, Steve Nash is ready to move on. They're only two and five. You know, usually, and I I thought Philadelphia would be a team that would be most likely to make a coaching change early. Sixers came out of the game a little bit slow. They're playing great without Embiid. They're playing good now. A little bit better. But two and five to me was like, okay, you're on a slow start. So what? They had a Dallas. They had Milwaukee. They've had a couple yeah. of games that, you know. Yeah, Dallas was a very winnable game. Top end of the of the league that they're getting some games the against. Dallas is 3-3, three and three, so it's not like they're tearing up the league. No. Nobody really is. It's, it's a pretty yeah. middle-of-the-road league. Well, they, have, but they, they beat Detroit. Either way. They've, they've, they've I, won games over I, Philly I and Brooklyn. I would think at this point Nash was ready to move on. This He wasn't getting cooperation. Kyrie continues to do things on and off the court that just makes you shake your head. KD campaigned most of the summer to get Nash run off That's anyway. Right. That's right. And so I'm sure for Steve Nash this was a bit of a relief just to move on. And now what's crazier than going to hire the guy from Boston who's been suspended? Well, he was suspended by the team, not the league. Oh, no, I know. So he's able to come back. But we're talking about the coach of the Celtics who yeah, had how do you a pronounce his name? dalliance with a female employee. Yeah. Emi Yukoda. Yeah. yeah. How do you pronounce yeah. that? I don't even know how you say See, that. See, I got a kid in one of my classes whose name spelled the exact same way. Emmy? Yeah, but it's Imi. But he, that's not how the coach says his. Coach says his Emmy. But my, my, my student says Imi is his. So I got to be careful now. I don't get them messed up. But it's Emmy Udoko. And He's talking uh, about coach. Either way. <laughs> so, yes, it is a strange thing, which also means that Brooklyn, if they do choose to hire him, will be able to get him for zero cost. There won't be a trade like they have to give up a draft choice or something. Celtics have pretty much said if he finds another job, he's free to go. Well, what I don't understand is if if he leaves Boston, yes, can 
Does Boston have him under a contract where they can say next year you coming back over here? I don't think so. I mean, they may have a contract, but I think both parties were of agreement. If somebody will hire you, then we'll release you from the if contract. If I was Boston, I'd go. say, well, we'll see how you do. No, you want him back? If he you goes, want the guy back. If he goes to Brooklyn and tears it up, well, he's your not guy falters. Eh, you don't want him back. You don't want him back. Am I? You don't think there's Did been you th- keep the woman? Do you, did, you, did she stay or did she this. go? Do you think there's been days when folks in Fayetteville have thought, wouldn't mind having that Bobby Petrino back? Sure there are, but not the ones with any teeth. The ones with teeth got, they could not keep him along, around any longer. Mean, what does that mean, the it, one with teeth? It means the intelligent people knew that was not going to work. It was a lawsuit waiting to happen. They had to move him for the good of the university. Whether you wanted wins or you not. You don't think they cut was, that gal a check? I'm, th- I'm saying cut a check or not, a lawsuit was still sitting there potentially. I'm pretty and you sure had to move away from she him. got a check. Well, that's fine. She got a check. You can't have Bobby back. It's not happening. Well, you can't have we live in the age Jimmy of back. You can't, in the age not of a, Trump, oh, you don't Jesus. pay for such I things. know. I don't, I don't care. I, you can't have him back. I'm just saying if you're Boston and he goes out there and lights the world on fire, you might want to keep some contractual. Well, then you made the wrong decision and you should have suspended the woman and kept the coach. She'd done nothing to deserve it. They, it's okay to suspend. Okay. Well, then it's okay for him to find another job. But you're sitting here telling me they don't have to get any, or they don't get anything for him. Yeah, I think they're ready. I think they're. If I read this right, they're willing to let him walk if he found another job. If he didn't find another job, if Nash hadn't been fired, and I don't know if Nash gets fired if Udoka isn't available. You're probably right. Because they actually coached together for a season two yeah, years he's, ago. Yeah, he, he was, was on his bench. Right. And, and he so, knows what he's walking into. Yes. And if he's – well, I don't know. Kyrie, I don't he think knows. you know from day to day what you're walking into well, with Kyrie. Well, true. But, but I think that, that if he's not there, Nash doesn't get fired after seven games or doesn't ask to be, to be let go after seven games. Sometimes that coach out there gets somebody fired. Yeah. The, the, the availability of somebody – Get somebody else fired. Or maybe it's a friend-friend deal. Like Nash is like, hey, you want a job? I'm trying to get the hell out of this one. I can save you from Boston. You can save me from Kyrie. We're all happy. We'll both get paid. Okay. Done deal. That I could see. But it is a bit strange to see Steve Nash out after a seven-game start. Like I say, I think this is probably one that he's glad to be done with that mess. I'm not disagreeing. Just saying. It's... Uh, most people didn't expect it at the beginning. And we have constantly been been thinking since Katie arrived in Brooklyn, this is the Nets year. This is the year they're going to win an NBA championship. Well, did you think that this year? I think most people did. They were this coming they this were the, season. They have been the odds-on favorite the last three no, years. No, I'm talking about this year. No, I, I still like Milwaukee. And yeah. I still like Boston. I, I, even with I all didn't have anybody that I saw this year coming in and said, oh, yeah, I think this is going to finally be it for the Nets. I think they were still in the top five for tight picks coming out of the East. I, I, I now rephrase that. I, I think well, they're what you're saying, three picks, top now, three what picks. What you're in saying the East. is you Boston, think, Milwaukee, Brooklyn. What you're really saying is you think they're one of the top three or five teams in the East. Yeah, you're not. You're not really meaning title. 
Well, you get out of the East, you have a shot at this. No, yes, you, I think. Not, this, not now. Why not? Is, is everybody going to be hurting the West? You're only getting one team. You're not getting all of them. Could Boston have beaten Golden State last year? Well, sure. Yes. But Could a healthy Milwaukee, if Middleton was playing, see, beat Golden State? Yes. Do you see the Brooklyn Nets beating oh. any of those Western Conference top teams? They're so dysfunctional now, I don't think they can beat, no. I don't think they can beat the bottom so tier Western Conference. So you say they're a top five title? No, no. No, I think preseason people thought they had their stuff right. This year? They were back there. They were back. They The trade stuff this was year. out there. All on the same KD. I know. You've got Ben Simmons as a reason. And that's the reason why they were going to win. They got Ben. All that's going on. Crazy Kyrie. KD's trying to get the coach fired. Ben Simmons is, is, is a pure reclamation project. It's and like you, the of the seven. You think that people were thinking, no, yeah, this looks like a top five title contender. I think people, yes, I think there are some, I think folks believe. I would like to go wait, back wait. and look at the Vegas odds on that. I think folks believed, A, that Kevin Durant's now focused in, we're good, got the coach, B, Kyrie's gone past the crazy trade me thing, and we're, can't find a taker, this is where you're going to be, let's move on. C, while Simmons is a reclamation project, when he is right, he was a pretty impressive player. He was a good defensive player. He's a good passer. And if they could get out of his head about the inability to shoot, he's a guy that you would think would be a third. Now, I, I just, when you watch him warm up and he misses a 10-footer by eight feet, you're like, okay, he's still a screwball. I just don't feel like NBA people thought this was a top-five title contender. I think they do because just of talent, they march out there. I think people thought they might be top-five in the East. But I think people thought this was a train wreck waiting to happen. Well, it's been a train wreck. Yes. But they've got us. You like come back to thinking the train wreck's going to be fixed this time. They're going to stay on the tracks and they're going to go. But they're never going to go. At the beginning of this NBA season, two weeks ago. Okay. You could have had Milwaukee. You'd have taken them over them. Yes. Even without Middleton at the moment. Yes. You could have had Boston. You'd have taken them over them. Them I would have taken over them. Miami. I'm lukewarm on Miami. I, I, for Miami. I like Miami sometimes. I'm not. Cr- Miami's underwhelmed me last year. I had I had pretty high expectations. They came up pretty well and didn't show well in the playoffs. I'm a little underwhelmed by Miami. I'm more whelmed by Cleveland. I was fixing to bring Cleveland in. I, I think that's a better team right now than Miami is. And before last night, I'm not so sure I wouldn't take Atlanta over them. Last night, mm. <laughs> I, mm. I didn't know that they could, Trey could play that bad. I mean, mm. gosh, that was a bad. Everybody has a bad game. Yeah. But all that said, I I was not high on Brooklyn coming into the season. I figured Nash would go at some point during the year. I didn't think it'd be this early. I think Chicago will be somewhere in there. I think Toronto keeps fooling around and, yeah. and showing up in there. There's the those East, are all teams that the I East could has see. a big middle. There's not a whole lot of greatness at the top of the East, which is why I think a team like Brooklyn, if they can if they can get some help, if you can beat a Boston or a Milwaukee, you have a chance to get out of the East. The middle is deep to me. The top is not. You know what I'm loving? And there's Philadelphia. We didn't, you know, yeah, we didn't talk about, about Embiid. You know what I'm loving? NBA talk. On November 1st. 
Exactly. It's a McRib Monday is what it is. The whole world's upside down. <laughs> All it takes to get Chuck Zach to talk NBA on November 1st is a McRib. Fire Steve Nash. <laughs> the NBA becomes relevant. You're right. We'll talk about it again for an, you It's know. like McDonald's. I'm loving it. <laughs> really? That's how you're going to be. So you basically plied me with your wares to talk about the NBA. Is that what I'm seeing? I'm just saying it worked. You put it some, worked. You put some crappy meat and some sauce together, and I'll say anything. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> Whatever. We're going to take a break. 28 minutes after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 107.9. We'll come right back here in just a minute. <laughs> I see you're cleaning your rifle. Yeah, getting ready for deer season. Well, go to Miller Bowie Supply. They're the hunter's headquarters. Draw in the deer this season with Rack Attract. The roasted soybean and corn mix offers 16% protein, and it's just $14.75 at Miller Bowie Supply. Also, pick up Purina Antler Max deer pellets. With 20% protein, Purina Antler Max promotes great antler growth. You don't have to hunt for your hunting supplies. Visit Miller Bowie Supply, 1007 West 3rd in Texarkana. All right, welcome back. 31 minutes after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 107.9. Trade deadline today in the NFL. Uh, a little moving, a little shaking. Uh, not anything outrageous. Uh, the Cowboys were in on talks with the Texans for Brandon Cooks, the uh, oft-traded wide receiver. He did not move, however. And so Dallas ends the trade deadline having picked up uh, – Hankins, a defensive end last week, or defensive tackle last week, and that's it. The Bears, I don't understand at all. Why? I sat here last week and told you. Yeah. They mailed it. They're done. Yes. They they had waved the white flag last week. Yes. And yesterday, they got part two of the professor's theory of the Bears are mailing it in for the rest of this year, trading Roquan Smith to Baltimore. Okay, I'm good. I went to bed last night going, all right, that's where we are. Bears are done. Let's move on. What do they do today? They trade a second-round draft choice to Pittsburgh and get back a wide receiver. They get back Claypool. Now what, is, what sense does that make? Maybe they, they addition by subtraction. Maybe they lock the young receiver. I don't know. If you're done, why would you make that move? They saw something they liked. It's a it was a buyer's market. I don't know. I don't know, but I still think they're done. They don't. Well, they are they done. Oh, I get they're done. They they gutted two of their best defensive players, and picked up on and and I I'll do this. I like the weapon they added for Justin Fields. I get that, but it feels like the picks were all done in reverse in the wrong order. Well, maybe they feel like. Fields needs help. Yeah, oh, I get they, that. Maybe they think he's the guy. Well, they do. Quarterbacks tend to take time. Get that. I mean, now with Geno Smith, who knows how much time we're going to give quarterbacks. To, you give them gonna, 10 years. Yeah. But, uh, I, I don't know. But I, I just, 
when you're selling off defense like they have been, I just feel like they are thinking about the future. And there's nothing wrong with thinking about the future. I wish the old man in Dallas occasionally thought about the future as opposed to the now. So I don't have a problem with thinking about it. Well, he said, did you read Jerry's quotes today? No. <clears throat> he said something along the lines of, getting too aggressive can be bad. Really? And I don't know if it, it's it, it's taken this long to realize, like, picking up a receiver and giving away a bunch of your draft picks for it in the middle of the year is I, not a good plan. I do think the Amari Cooper trade for Amari Cooper is still very much on mind. And, and maybe uh, the one before that. Who do you, yeah, What was the receiver? Well, back in the day, he gave away the house for Joey Gallo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, no, I, I think Jerry's done this occasionally. He's, he's given away way too much. Right. And uh, I think because of that, he sees the error of his ways now. But he's still, I, I would not have been shocked today had he overpaid for something. Simply because I think he's got one of the four or five best teams in the league. At this time. Yeah. Now, I don't think he can win a championship because those two teams in the AFC, I think, are too good. No question. I do Buffalo think he, Kansas can, City are the best. he could possibly make it to the Super Bowl. Well, do you hear yourself? Well, I do think. Do you hear yourself? I, I emphasize possibly make it. You haven't said these words in 20 years. Well, this is a very down NFC this year. And this is an improved defense. You know, they weren't perfect this past week against the Bears. They had some problems. They're never going to be perfect. But all that said, uh, this is an improved defense. Dak is in his prime, and uh, they have some parts. Uh, They're going to need – you laugh at my James Washington talk during the break. They need James Washington to be pretty good when he comes back, or they're not going to seriously contend. They need him to contribute. They need Dalton Schultz to be healthy. Right. They need... They need Noah Brown back. They need Zeke to be healthy. They need Noah Brown back. They need a lot, and they need the defense to continue to do well with a lot of smoke and mirrors. It's still not a great defense. They just, you know, last week they lost... They have a great player. They lost their nickel corner. Yes. That's a great one. They have a great player. A player who is... He's just one of those guys that's hard to defeat. He covers up a lot of mistakes. Yeah, and gosh, the hustle play on the touchdown yeah. was just amazing. He, he's the best player defensively in the NFL. Aaron Donald, I love. Micah Parsons is the NFL's well, best defensive it's player. It's just, it's his time It's now. his time. He's the yeah. guy. And he can carry and the it's defense. It's easier, to be honest, to double-team Aaron Donald. Well, sure. You can double-team yeah, so a defensive tackle. Yes. you got to find Micah Parsons – to figure out where he's going Which and is what he's doing. Genius of what the Cowboys have done well, this yeah. year. They really have figured out, as long as they don't let teams start pinning down where yeah. he's going to be, I've got their offenses guessing what you can actually do out there. Yeah. It, it, it really is. They really have done they enough. They around down. enough to keep offenses on their toes to where he is. Yes. And then you get to the line and have to find him and hope he stays there. Right. No, that's right. And what's he going to do there? Is he going to drop into the flat? Is he going to come in from the corner or the edge? Uh, there's a lot he does. As long as he's on the field, they have a chance. They they really do. They have a chance as long as that guy's healthy. He goes down, this whole thing blows up because they do have flaws on the defensive side that he's able, because he's so athletic, 
to work through. I agree. You get rid of him, they're in a lot of trouble defensively. They're not as fast. I think they're vulnerable in a lot of spots. But he puts so much pressure on quarterbacks, the secondary doesn't have to be great. They just have to hold their water for two and a half seconds. And now Tank Marshall loves it because typically he's not double teamed anymore. Lawrence? Yeah, what did I say? Marshall, Marshall. Tank Marshall, different Tank. Uh, Tank Lawrence loves it. Because he's not being double teamed anymore. Yeah. He's getting opportunities to beat guys one on one. Yes. Which he hadn't had in a couple of years. That's why he got that big check years yeah. ago. Anyway, no moves for the Cowboys. Uh mentioned the Bears. Calvin Ridley got moved. Atlanta guy suspended for gambling who had huge upside. It's weird how Atlanta went from having maybe one of the best receiving cores in the NFL to Julio's gone to Tampa. Ridley out for gambling issues, don't have a, have the tight end they drafted a year ago, and now they're in first place in the AFC, in yeah. the uh, NFC South. Well, that's more about the South than it is Atlanta. It's about the South. And Marcus Mariota's had a rebirth of a career as well. Talk about Geno Smith in Seattle. Well, these, Mariota? these quarterbacks, by this time in their career, where it's Mariota, whether it's uh, Geno Smith, these guys, A... They've learned a lot. They've gotten better at reading defenses and seeing things and getting used to the speed of the NFL. But also, their OCs and quarterback coaches now know their strengths, know their weaknesses, know what to ask them, and know what not to ask of them. Calvin Calvin Ridley, by the way, traded to Jacksonville. So they add another weapon next year for Lawrence and that crew. Yes. And that's similar to what I think happened in Chicago today. Oh, we're going to get our young quarterback, a receiver, yes. to help him. Yes. So, fairly quiet NFL trade deadline. It typically as in, is. This is not yeah. the NBA or MLB. No big guys got moved from place to place. Fringe players that are going to add depth yeah. are what typically got moved today. Guys are picking up an extra cornerback here, an extra defensive back there. I mean, that's kind of what's going on. Pittsburgh got one. The Ravens made the big move with Roquan Smith yesterday. Well, we've got what, nine weeks left in the oh, season. Yeah. yeah. So, so many teams are still mathematically in the hunt that there's typically not a lot of fire sales in the NFL. No. That's just not the way well, that league works. And it's hard to integrate guys. You dump into an systems. individual, you dump some payroll yeah. occasionally, but there's not fire sales like we typically see in other leagues. No, and it's hard to integrate them in. You're yeah. asking guys, especially on the offensive end, learn an offense, yeah. learn I mean, timing with a quarterback, yeah. that stuff, offensive linemen. Like McCafferty. <clears throat> Two weeks is plenty for McCafferty. Yeah, running back's different. Yeah, that's not a big deal. No. But there's other positions it's a big deal. It is. To be where you're supposed to be on defense, to be where you're supposed to be in the offensive line, there's things that it takes more time to adapt. No question. Uh, Thursday night game, it's, weird. it's a weird schedule this week. So the the World Series got bumped yesterday. Yeah. So we didn't get our Monday night game. So it's going to be Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Travel day, Friday. Which they're bumping everything back a day. Yeah. Thursday was supposed to be the travel day. And so it sets up, if you're a fan in Houston or a fan in Philadelphia, yeah. what are you watching? Because well, you got Astros, Phillies, and you got Texans, Eagles. You're probably going to watch the one that your team's doing better at. And so, if, so it, Houston. Let's just do Houston. Yeah, if you're Houston. 
Houston's got the worst team in the NFL. Think they're going to watch the World Series? I'm intrigued on Friday morning what the numbers look like. This will tell you how powerful the NFL is. Is the crowd in Houston Thursday night watching the worst team in the NFL, arguably, against an unbeaten Eagles team? Or are they watching the potential World Series champion against the Phillies? If you get more Texans viewers than Astros viewers out of Houston, then everybody else can just mail it in because the NFL is unbeatable. Um, they're pretty unbeatable anyway. I know, well, I'm just I saying, mean, uh, this is your litmus test. Yeah. Is the I NFL mean, just completely untouchable? Nobody wants to take them on. Now you got the World Series taking them on. Well, they don't want In to. that city with they the worst want team to, in the But NFL. they're going to have to this year. Yeah, and, they tried to avoid uh, it, didn't they? It's only if it goes seven. No. Sunday. Well, Sunday, but I'm talking about Thursday. Yeah. Five, the game five, they're going to have to have. Yeah, but no, but it's Thursday. It's NFL's behind a paywall, and it's the Texans. I'm sure the NFL's not too worried about it. Who's going to win the ratings in Houston? Texans or Astros? I don't even know if they can properly. I mean, how do you Is it read? Amazon on Thursday? Yeah. How okay. do you read that? I Maybe that's simpler to read than who watches the World Series on an antenna. I don't know. It may be easier to get the read on... They may have a more exact number of who tunes into Amazon that night. Maybe Bezos can tell them. I haven't watched a game on Amazon yet, and I have Amazon Prime. I haven't watched one. I've watched it. Um, Al's fine. He's not in his prime anymore. He's, what, 79 or yeah. something? He's, He's ready to be president of the United States. Yes. Don't make jokes like that. It's hard enough we have to live with that every day. I'm just saying. That's where we are. That's the age bracket you get elected oh in. God. 75 to 85. That's your president Please age don't now. don't bring that up. I voted it today. Is. Don't bring that up. Oh, my gosh. Am I lying? No, you're okay. not. Okay. Thank you. I don't like to think about it. <laughs> Sorry. All right. We'll take a break. Last one. we got to come back. One more segment left here on Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor. On the fan 1079, you stick around. We're coming right back. Welcome back. 13 minutes till 6 o'clock. Leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079. No show on Thursday. We'll be out because they're starting to move football games already from Friday to Thursday for potential storms. So tomorrow will be the last show of the week for us. Some breaking stuff going on this afternoon. Four more Michigan State football players have been suspended by that program. That's eight now that have gotten... uh, caught up in the attack on a Michigan player in the tunnel after the game on Saturday. They've gotten a better look at film. They've done some investigating. And now Michigan State's up to eight players involved in the beating of the Michigan kid. And, uh, by the way, they still weren't able to beat him. Eight against one, they still (laughs) lost. Losers now. That's what they are. By the way, I want to uh, tell folks uh, you can't start playing too soon. Uh, I don't know if you've heard, uh, the Texas Longhorns have a big road game next year. Next year? Next year. It's a little early for that. Well, uh, a lot of people realize that you have these series. Uh, 
Okay, you play here. A home and a home. Yeah. So next year. All right. Guess where the horns have to go. I'm guessing Michigan State. No, 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 no. no, no. I didn't know. You really uh, threw the Michigan they, they thing at you. They had a home game this year, didn't they? Yeah, the Bama, yeah. Yeah, so guess where they got to go next well, year? I'm assuming they're going to go to Alabama. Houston. Huh? They are going to Alabama, but they uh, – words coming out from the uh, Big 12 that uh, with the addition of the four new teams next year okay. that the Longhorns have to go play the University of Houston Cougars at Houston next year. So uh, I want you to go ahead and get those tickets because I figure it will end up in Reliance Stadium okay. with about 75,000 Texas fans – and about 10,000 Houston fans counting all the money they're making that day is. Okay. Because uh, selling they, those tickets off her in, in a big hurry? Well, they don't, they don't have to. They, you know, I think Houston only has like 10,000 season tickets. <laughs> so, really? That's all? They've got to have more than that. I doubt if they have that many. But anyway, uh, it'll be a home game. We emphasize home game for the University of Houston. Oh. Even though there'll probably be 75,000. Longhorns there. We're going to call it the Paul Miller Bow. Why are we going to call it that? Uh, Paul did his undergrad at Houston and his, I think, law school down at the University of Texas. So it's so, his bowl now. He's yeah, got his own his, bowl. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's. Uh, is that. Who are you doing a favor to there by making them go to Houston? I guess it's Houston getting the payday? Well, yeah. Yes. And, and the last, get the, there's a good chance they'll get the win. When's the last time Houston had a full house? Probably the last time Texas played them. And that's what I'm saying. Somebody's going to get – there's going to be some money moving around. Yeah. So, yes. And you think Houston will beat them, which I disagree with. I didn't say – I said there's a good chance that I they'll get the check so. in the win. They'll get the check. They're not getting the win. Come on. By the way, when I was in the dentist chair today, uh, my dentist telling me, uh, uh, Auburn's hot for Bill O'Brien? Stop. But then I gave that some consideration as he and I discussed the matter. Well, I, don't know, I, don't I was going to say, were you actually able to speak? Or was that level when the dentist gets you in the chair and wants to talk sports and you yeah, can't talk? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I got to think about it. This Auburn bunch, these boosters, they didn't want Brian Hartson to start with. No. Remember who they wanted? Not him. Kevin Steele. Yeah, well. So. As much as it makes sense they bring Dion in, there may be guys down at Auburn University that they don't like Dion. Or maybe. Well, I can imagine. Everybody doesn't. Dion's an acquired taste. Yeah, maybe he's not their cup of tea. So. Bill O'Brien makes more sense for a group that wanted Kevin Steele. No, Bill O'Brien makes zero sense. Lane Kiffin, who is now being bandied about as a potential well, they guy. They say there's an $11 million seven-year contract. Waiting on him. Waiting on him. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But, but is that a better job for Lane Kiffin? See, I don't think it is. Although, he's right now living in Mississippi, which I think you got to consider that, too. He's living in Oxford. That's really not Mississippi. It's Mississippi. Oxford's different. I don't care. It's really it's Memphis. Still mis- well, it's just a suburb of Memphis. All right. Whatever. It's, it's Auburn pretty a much, better job than Ole Miss? It's Germantown. It's Collierville. It's Oxford. Okay. <laughs> the question is, is, is Auburn a better job than Ole Miss? And uh, no. I would think 
at the moment because of Lane Kiffin, it's not. No. Does he make it a better job? I guess. I don't. Well, I think you can get $11 million out of Ole Miss. Can't they get Gus back? Gus is happy where he's at. I know, but couldn't they get Gus? They were doing, they had a really nice run with Gus. They were winning Gus. two out of every three with Gus. They were having a nice run with Gus. He yeah. underachieved a couple times, but I thought. He got expectations too high as well. Well, and that's always the issue. Yeah. But he raised the bar. He made him competitive. They were every week in a game. It's not like they yeah. were getting blown out of games. And they were winning games they were supposed to win. I don't know. I just think I think it's going to be hard years for they can make the wrong hire here, and this can go south in a big hurry. As you're about to add in OU and, and Texas into this league, this could get really bad for Auburn in a hurry. Yeah. And the recruiting if they if they don't have a two year window before those two come in, of actually turning this thing around, they're going to be well on the outside looking in. They're about to be South Carolina. On the good news, uh, Rick Newhousel this morning made the case that uh, Brian Hartson in Arizona makes a lot of sense. He at Arizona State would make a lot of sense. Who cares? He's got ties out west. He's recruited to west at Boise. Yeah, he should have stayed there too. Well, but I imagine Brian Hartson cares, even though he's walking away with – 15? Is it 15, I guess? I think so. They had 30 days to get him 15 mil. Yeah. Two payments. They got two payments. Yeah. I don't feel bad for the guy. He's walking away with 15 mil. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think you get the big eyes. I, I, I think you get some of these guys walking into an area they are not familiar with and not being SEC guys and thinking what I've done out here, wherever out here happens to be, and I'll just move it into the SEC and I'll show them. Yeah. How you do it? Well, if you're a Brian Hartson, you're five years too late. Because basically, you're Hugh Freeze. Yeah. Hugh Freeze had a lot of success because he was the only one slinging around like that. Right. You know, Urban had left. He was really the only one. By the way, uh, Hugh's coming to town this week up in Fayetteville. His Liberty team is in Fayetteville, and they're in top 25 this week. Yeah, well, they won't be after Saturday. KJ's back and healthy. KJ's back. That should be a very easy win. Handle up on Liberty. You would think. If they don't, (laughs) you know, they they looked good against Auburn, but we're sitting here throwing dirt on Auburn in their coach's last game. They looked good against Boise two weeks ago, but we're sitting here talking about – you come into the SEC and you realize you're not. So, Liberty is a you know afterthought top twenty five team. Somebody's got to you got to justify to those schools every once in a while by putting one of them in the top twenty five. And then they'll get smacked by the SEC and they'll get yeah. back out again. This is a run where Razorback fans I think are going to get giddy about a three game winning streak over Boise, Auburn, and Liberty. And I think if we look back at this at the end of the year, we're going to go, neither of those, none of those three teams was that good. You mean BYU. BYU, rather. I said Boise. BYU, rather. Yeah. None of them was that good. You got to, you should, you got to win win those games. Those are games you have to win. I've always said about the SEC. You can schedule seven wins in the SEC. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. And, and, and that's the genius of the SEC, in my opinion, is you can do that. All right, we're out of time. Tomorrow on Kirk and Company. Trey Outlaw's going to come in here. Uh, I don't know. Is there a mathematical chance left? For Ask him. I that's am. his thing tomorrow. That's question number one. You're still in there. Is are there still a chance? Are you telling me there's a chance? Yeah. Coach?